0: Welcome back, family, to another segment here on Gems Podcast. With me today is a special guest by the name of Kendall Smith. She is going to be in the hot seat for the next 30 minutes. And you already know me, Miss Genesis Lamars, the founder and host. But let me tell you more about my special guest today. So Kendall Smith is a lifelong learner and educator. Her decades of global experience in coaching and content development encompasses the areas of neurodiversity, human learning, business, and leadership. She's known best, though, for asking um, evocative questions, turning strangers into friends, and hosting boisterous dinner parties. And today, we're going to ask are you following your fern way and are you pursuing your dreams? So without further ado, please welcome the woman behind it all, Kendall Smith.
1: Hi, how are you? What an introduction. That might be my favorite one yet.
0: <laughs> my pleasure, Kendall. I am doing well. How are you doing this good, Friday good.
1: Eve? Good. I'm so happy to be with you because, um, you know, we've been talking for a little while and I've seen your podcast and your show. And so it's pretty great to be on this side of it. I love it.
0: Awesome. So now we are going to get you connected with the community in a fun and interesting way. So I like to do that with one or two ways. So the first one is, an icebreaker, or you could do a rapid fire ten question game. What are you in the mood for?
1: I am always up for a game, so let's do the rapid fire ten question game.
0: We're playing rapid fire with Kindle and Genesis. <laughs> do, 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 do. Ding! Question number one: Are you a candle lover, or are you more of
1: a scentsy girl? Ooh, I'm like an essential oils diffuser girl. So is that more of the sensy side?
0: Yeah. So are you Young Living, DoTerra, or what?
1: I use both. Yeah, interchangeably. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Question number two:
1: Favorite color? Ooh, I like dusty rose.
0: Oh, okay. I have to look that one up because I love um, colors on my nails. So I may have to see what dusty rose looks like.
1: It's sort of like a pale pink, which is like, it works winter and summer. So I just love it.
0: Oh, okay. I'm going to check that out because soon I'll be doing my nail color change.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's time. (laughs) I hear you.
0: Question three,
1: coffee, tea, or what's your drink of choice? Coffee. (laughs) Unless it's after five and then it might be red wine red, white. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I'm here for that. (laughs) Question
0: four, you're dancing like nobody is watching. What's your
1: genre that you're listening to? Oh, that is such a good question. I'm really into kind of whatever's out top 40, whatever's on Instagram reels right now. So I'm really vibing with like Harry Styles new album. Um, And then Golden, his song Golden as well. That's a big one for me right now.
0: Oh, I got to put you in the hot seat for real now. So I don't know the song Golden. So sing something for us.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. So the lyrics go like you're so golden, but I'm not actually going to sing because I just sound like a dying cat when I sing, <laughs> but it's just got a good, like you could drive to it. You could dance to it. It's just a good one.
0: Five, if you could have lunch or dinner with any person past or present, who would it be?
1: Ooh, so this is going to feel like a cliche answer, but my answer is actually Oprah. And the reason for that is one of the things I love in life most is being a good communicator and drawing people out and getting to know people. And so I would love to be on the receiving end of how she does that to learn from it. And then also to ask her questions and just to learn from her. So it's not just that, you know, everybody wants to talk to Oprah. It's actually that (laughs) she's an expert in an area that I'm passionate about.
0: Super cool. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Question six. If you could hop in the time machine and give young Kindle a piece of advice, what would it be?
1: Just be yourself and and let it ride. I think I spent too much time in my younger years sort of um, second guessing myself. And so I think just let your, let yourself be who you are. (laughs)
0: Oh, okay. Oh, I like that one.
1: (laughs) Seven. Are
0: you using your amazing kitchen to cook or are you DoorDash,
1: Grubhub, or any of the other Uber Eats ones? <laughs> it depends on the day. Um, I was actually getting into a terrible habit with ordering um, delivery, especially during the pandemic. So I had to put, the, I had to put myself on like a, a fast, like a stop doing that. Um, so I have been cooking more. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Question eight. What is your choice of recreation?
1: Ooh, does travel count? Yeah. Okay, I would say travel. And then I love just like walking. It's like walking through a new city, going for a woodsy walk. I would love to say hiking, but I'm more of just a walk through a little woodsy path kind of a gal.
0: (laughs) Nine, you just won the lottery. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Love it. Uh, However, there is a kicker. You must donate to three charities of your choice before Mm -hmm. the rest of the money is released to you, Kendall. So what charities are you contributing to?
1: Okay, awesome. Um, I would give to Rescue Inc., which is actually a local Boston-based organization where I get my foster dogs from. I would give to Never Give Up, which is founded by a friend of a friend and they're based in Santa Barbara. They lost their daughter to a very rare genetic disorder. And so a big part of what they're doing right now is because she was in a wheelchair the majority of her life. And they are raising money right now to build a truly inclusive playground that's inclusive for children of all different abilities and they're also trying to raise awareness of what it means to be inclusive for people with varying abilities. And then I think I would also give to World Vision, because they're doing so much in terms of just being on the ground. And I would be inclined to lean towards their micro loans, especially for women starting their own businesses. But they also respond to emergencies, education, US-based, international-based. So I think I would do Rescue, Inc., Never Give Up, and World Vision.
0: Oh, my gosh. Those sound amazing. So foster dogs, because they need someone to love on, never give up. I just love the sentiment behind that, because it's really um, giving kids or um, everyone the ability to feel like they have a place that they could go to just really, you know, play and etc. And then world vision, whenever I think about world vision, everyone has a vision to make the world a better place. So those are amazing. Yeah. Question 10. It's our pass or play question. And here are the rules. If you pass, our rules are reversed and you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So, do you want to pass or play?
1: I want to do the one where I ask you a question. That's pass, right? Yes. Okay. I want to pass to you for a question. Okay. Ready? (laughs) I'm, I'm ready. Um, I've been following you on Instagram, and you put out such an incredibly high, high volume of content. And you're also so organized in terms of how we set this up. So I'm curious, what is your best kind of hot tip or pro tip for staying so organized and getting uh, and just being a high capacity person?
0: So insider tip for me, I started my career in corporate America over 15 years ago. And when I started, I was an imaging clerk. So you had to be like super organized, scanning papers. And the funny thing was I hated that job because I was doing it in high school for a co-op. And I actually fell asleep on the job, like no lie. And I was like, I can't do this job anymore. So then I moved into project coordinator. And then I just climbed the corporate ladder there. But then whenever I started over in my career, it was with the Fortune 500 oil and gas company. And I started as an administrative assistant. And anyone knows an administrative assistant, in order to flourish, you need to have your together because you're managing so many different calendars simultaneously. So that has definitely helped me with my organization skills. And I think I'm very type A because my husband, like <laughs> when we got together, he's like, are you a man or a woman? Because you're trying to wear both in the relationship, the skirt and the pants. And I was like, I like what I like and I have to have structure because without structure, like I feel like I'm, I'm going to lose it because I need to know, okay, what time are we doing it? When are we doing it? And et cetera. But then I've learned to balance with him in a sense because Sometimes that could rub people the wrong way because I'm very direct and I just like to have everything kind of in control. So you kind of know what to expect.
1: You do great in Boston with the direct. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's how we do it here.
0: i I kind of bumped heads in the beginning with my sister-in-law who's from boston because i just said oh my gosh she's so rude and then my brother's like she's not rude and i was like well i guess i'm from us from the south like i live in texas and everyone's kind of like laissez-faire kind of in a sense and she was like and i was like oh my gosh like this woman and i told her are you sure you want to marry her because you know marriage marriage is a lifetime commitment for some
1: are you sure are you sure?" Are you positive? (laughs) I know I'm from California, so Boston was definitely an adjustment, but now I kind of like it. (laughs) Okay, good. That's a pro tip. Super organized. I love it.
0: So thank you for asking me that. Oh, and another tip I would say, definitely find a good calendar to keep Mm -hmm. you organized because I live by my calendar. So I use Calendly, for my podcast guest slash clients and I use Google calendar for my personal calendar and I love setting reminders and I'm a sticky notes chick I love sticky notes y'all
1: have you found Trello yet yes it's kind okay. of
0: like Asana like the yes. Asana board and you could just cut project management in there exactly I know we could have
1: a whole other a whole other episode just about that <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness. So we are going to segue into the meat and potatoes now of the conversation, Kindle. So it is your jam. So explain how someone can follow
1: their Fernway. Mm, the title of the book. Yeah. So follow your Fernway. So um, I'll tell you a little bit about what Fernway means, because um, that's usually the first question that people ask me when they hear about this concept. So Fernway is actually a German word and it means... Uh, you know, in, in, um, in um, English, we have a word uh, homesickness, and they have a word homesickness, and it's Heimweh, so it means a, a sickness for home. But they also have a word, this word Fernweh, that means the opposite of that, which is actually a sickness or a deep longing and a deep ache for something far away. And so the reason that I called it Fernway is I was actually um, about to have an incredible year of travel and traveling the world. And I was looking for a hashtag for my Instagram pictures (laughs) and I came across, I, I found wanderlust, which Germans use to kind of describe their desire to travel. But then I came across Fernway and I thought that's it because it is what I'm about to do this year of travel is truly a deep longing for going after and going towards things that are far away. And Germans mean it as places but the more I've talked to people about this concept, the more I've kind of helped people understand why I did a year of travel and really talked to other people about their own deep longings and their own deep desires. I've come to find out that almost every person I meet does have a deep longing for something that feels far away, that feels too big, that feels too scary. And so really the book is about how to help someone identify what that is and then how to go after it um, and giving ourselves permission to to really chase those, those deep longings of our heart, um, that it maybe have been there for a while, but we haven't allowed ourselves to consider it yet. So, so that's the, that's the, the big picture there.
0: I love that. And it compliments your book. So I want you to hold up your book and oh, yeah. let's, let's, um, talk about the book cover. Cause I love the teal, the yellow, it looks like the mountains and the sun is rising above the mountains. Walk me through the cover as well as the audience.
1: Yeah. Do you know what's so funny is, um, and thank you so much. I really love how the cover came out and it took a long time working with the cover designer. Originally, I sort of sent them this design that I sketched out that ended up being a really bad idea. And so hot tip, pro tip for authors trying to design a cover, um, don't go in with an idea. Just let the cover designers do their, do their thing, do the expertise they have. Um, And I, as we were working through it I said it needs to be kind of more simple, more basic, it needs to be something that both men and women can relate to. And really the the book is about going after kind of a big dream or a deep longing, you know, it's going after something that's far away. And they came back with this concept of mountains. And then I would give them feedback about, you know, that's a little too, I don't know, like much like a cartoon, that looks a little too much like a novel. And finally they kicked this back which is amazing because Towards the end of the book, I actually share a story that relates to um, mountains and a dream I had, and it turns out that they, I hadn't told them about this, but they just came back with this, and it's it's perfect. It's very um, very aspirational, and it aligns perfectly with the book. And kind of everyone I showed it to as a as a an initial you know. Uh, pass at the book at the cover they said oh my gosh that's it that's the one you know so um so I yeah thank you <laughs> I'm really happy with how it came out
0: I love it and yeah. just hold it up one more time because I want oh, yeah. the audience to actually like
1: see it like the <laughs>
0: so I see the mountains and the mountains the, the colors there the colors that they chose like you know colors invoke a different um meaning and yes. there's color psychology so oh interesting think, did you pick the colors yourself or did the graphic designer pick it?
1: You know, what's interesting is they, this, they gave me three versions of this cover and one was a little more kind of gray and maybe um, purple, like light purple. And then another one was really loud and orange and they all were neat. Um, but this is the one that really stood out. And we talked about my favorite color being dusty rose. I don't know if this comes through on the camera, but this background color isn't actually white. It's a little bit of a, like a dusty rose, pale pink color. And it almost has a texture to it that looks like clouds or that looks like the sky with clouds in it. And so it's just perfect because they worked in, I love golds. I love, you know, earth tones. I love all of that. So yeah, they did such a beautiful, thank you. They did such a beautiful job. And then um, I was able to work with the interior designer um, who also then at the beginning of each section made mountains to go with the the front cover (laughs) of the book. So it all has kind of a really cool theme.
0: That's super cool, because whenever um, I saw that, I was like, I want to color in it, but then I don't want to ruin the pages, because depending <laughs> on what 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 type of, like, ink or yeah. Um, yeah. utensil you use, it could bleed through, and I, y'all, I'm very anal, like, I don't
1: want, like, bled through pages in the book. So no, I like, no, me, I would not either, but colored pencils might work. Yeah, or some or some crayons. So yeah, that's a great idea. No one has said that actually, but that's a really fun idea. And you're giving me an idea for a book too. So <laughs> like a coloring exactly, exactly. So
0: now um, with, with this, it goes in conjunction with helping people really follow and pursue their dreams because sometimes I feel like people have dreams, but they never embark upon their dreams. So what happens when you don't embark on that dream? The dream ends up in the graveyard because you were too afraid to take that leap of faith you were too afraid to just really take that first step when in actuality you don't need anyone to push you to your dreams you just need to do it like Nike says just do
1: it (laughs) exactly exactly well and it's interesting because um What I found in my own experience and in talking with other people is a lot of times it's giving yourself permission and courage to just say yes to the next thing that's in front of you. And so for me, it was saying yes to traveling on this year of adventure, but that ended up saying yes to moving to Boston and then writing a book. And basically, I mean, once I had that adventure, my whole life changed for the better. And in the last few years, I've become so much more of the person that I sort of always dreamed I wanted to be. And it's interesting because I just listened to a book by Shonda Rhimes on the same concept. And it's the idea of like one, one giving yourself permission to pursue one thing allows for you to keep doing that. And you just don't know, kind of like that mountain range. You just don't know what's over the next peak. And it could be an even more beautiful view or valley or adventure waiting for you but if we sort of just stay on this side and stay on the you know the the low hills and we don't give ourselves the ability or permission to go bigger um you know then then nothing changes and so sometimes you just have to be okay with you know the unknown, um, and and trying something and and failing. You might you might fail. You might not be good at something. You might um, you know lose time, or you might lose a little bit of money on trying something new. But who you will be at the end of that is so worth it because you will be someone who who let yourself try and who got brave and who did those next steps. So um, I just I'm finding that I'm having conversation after conversation with people about how much they have this this deep desire to do something. And it might be, you know, being a chef, it might be starting a family. It might be starting a business. It doesn't have to be travel. Um, and one of the things, several things I write about in my book is just all the different types of adventures I've seen people in my life have and how they follow their own fern way.
0: And one thing that I want to say about that too is whenever you're following your own fern way, I think sometimes listening to that still small voice, that that instinct and the spirit of discernment is Mm -hmm. um, connected to your soul, which is that spiritual alignment that you have, because each one of us has a unique gift that has been placed inside of us, but it's up to us to really ignite that gift and take it from the inside and materialize it externally so we can manifest it. And I think that comes with that spiritual development because how many people are just so rooted in knowing who they are and where they want to go. And I feel like once you know who you are, you're no longer going to be defined or contained to what the world wants you to be, what your family members want you to be, what your friends want you to be. And I think that's a paradigm that we've all, Um, got stigmatized on because when we were growing up in school they always asked us hey what do you want to be when you grow up but no one has ever asked who do you want to be when you grow Mm -hmm. up and I think if you really understand the who you know your morals your values which is tied to your passion your passion leads you to follow your purpose and your purse your purpose allows you to really show up in the world authentic unapologetic, and really crushing those dreams and turning them into realities.
1: Preach. (laughs) Absolutely. You want to go on my book tour for me? (laughs) That would be super cool.
0: Um, So when you think about all of that, what can you say to someone that is interesting in following their dreams, but they have a bit of resistance that's pulling them back?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. Cause I think we all, everybody encounters that. I think the the first big, yes, the first big, um, the scariest, you know, um, thing that you might have a dream about is, um, is the hardest one. I would say just start small and start right where you are, you know, because you, someone might have a dream to start a business Um, But one of the things I talk about in my book is sort of how I planned my Fernway. So initially it was to travel around the world for a year. And I thought, you know, like you, I'm I'm a little bit organized, maybe not quite as, as strong in that area. But I thought to myself, okay, what would this even look like? Let me just give myself permission to consider it. And so I bought a calendar for the whole year. And I took a pencil so I could erase if I needed to. And I mapped out kind of what would this look like if I actually traveled? Okay, well, I know that I would need to be here for this special event. So I would need to be in California for this, or I know I would want to be in Germany with my friends for Thanksgiving. And so I started to just kind of map out what that could look like. And it, then it became not quite so big and overwhelming of a task. It was, it was like, okay, that's, that's actually not that much, or it's not that hard, or that would actually be really fun as I started to consider it. And so I think sometimes it's a matter of just you don't have to decide the whole thing at once. Just what's that next step? What if I let myself open Google and research? What does it mean to start a business? You know, what is it? How, how do I buy a, a pottery wheel? You know, where do I even get one of those? If that's something that you're passionate about. Taking an art class. Are there anything local? Would I need to do it? You know, um, would I need to do it online? You know, is there? So it's, it's just really thinking about that first step, you know, and, and you can always say no, um, up until you say yes, so you can always research something and then decide you know what that's not for me um, and I think so I think it's just finding what's what's one little toe in the water where you can actually start to consider it and it's it's those small decisions that really get you there.
0: I love that because if you think about um, planting a seed, for example, we'll use the farmer's analogy. the farmer will never be able to reap if that farmer does not sow and plant seed so it So in order to get the crops that all of us love is it starts with something as tiny as a seed. So you put that seed in the ground, you need to water it, you need to fertilize it, it needs to have proper light and et cetera. It has to go through the grooming process. And then as it's going through the grooming process, you see the growth, you see the transition as well as the transformation. And before you know it, you have a bountiful Amount of crops that you can pick. So, you cannot reap if you never sow. So, you can sow by researching what it's going to take to accomplish your dreams. You could find a mentor that's in the space that you're interested in getting involved in. It could be a formal mentor or an informal mentor. You could take a leap and hire that coach. Yes, it may cost you, but what's going to be your ROI? What's that return on investment? Yeah, you can also take time to have some faux pause and word vomits or mind bloggings, mm-hmm. where you get a piece of paper and you write down all the thoughts that come in come into your head and really be conscious about what you're writing down then take some time to really reflect on it and then begin to see the silver lining out of the words and the thoughts that were in your mind because sometimes without a vision we will perish for a lack of knowledge so you really need to be intentional with what you're doing and it's okay if you fall it's okay if you slip trip Because the most important thing is getting back up and pressing forward so you can achieve the greatness that is inside of you. We all have something amazing to leave in the world, but it's up to you to make that imprint. And without making an imprint, you won't be able to have an impact.
1: Yep. Well, and to your point about the, you know, the harvesting and the growing and the farming analogy, I mean, when you, when you sow enough seeds and you harvest well, you actually have enough crop to share with other people. And one of the things I talk about in the book is the fact that I actually think that our fernway is not truly our fernway unless it benefits other people. I don't think anybody has a dream that's deep inside of their heart that is going to harm other people or is going to, um, is going to be negative for other people. I just find that if nothing else, it inspires other people to go after their own dream or it's something that actually directly impacts people's lives and help them. Um, and so I think the other thing I wanted to just hit on, you were asking kind of how do you even get started? I would actually argue that someone could use a diagnostic tool of if for some reason um, you say to yourself, I could never do that, that's your very clue that you probably Need to lean into it and research it because when we try to talk ourselves out of something it's probably the thing that we that we are really dreaming about and want to be part of so I would encourage people if you find yourself saying I couldn't do that that's too big I'm not worthy enough of that you don't say that about things unless you care about them right unless you're actually considering it and so when you hear yourself say that internally or externally let yourself lean into it and and try and just see just see just open that door a little bit and see what's there
0: Yes, I love that (laughs) open opening Pandora's box and I'm going to read some lyrics really quick and then we're going to jump into the CTA and I think this is so important because we talked about mountains and we talked about climbing. So this is by Miley Cyrus. It's an old song called The Climb and she says I can almost see it that dream I'm dreaming but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels. Lost with no direction. My faith is shaken, but I gotta keep trying. Gotta keep my head held high. There's always gonna be another mountain. I'm always gonna wanna make a move. Always gonna be an uphill battle sometimes I'm gonna have to lose ain't about how fast I get there ain't about what's waiting on the other side it's the climb and I'm not a singer y'all and I just really want you to think about those lyrics because it's so true because in order to reach the peak you have to climb so begin your ascent kind of like the movie Jumanji I love I love the old school one and the new school one and it's And it's like, when you see that, you have to begin the climb. And whenever you get there, you call out Jumanji. And then Mm -hmm. you see how the darkness turns into brightness. And it's just so amazing because when I saw that, uh, the cover of your book, and when I got the book, I was like, oh, the mountain!" The first thing that I gravitated to, because I love color, was the color. And I was like, there is a meaning behind why the mountain and the sun is peeking up. And then the last part of the lyrics I'll leave with y'all is the struggles I'm facing, the chances I'm taking sometimes might knock me down, but no, I am not breaking. So y'all go check out that song, The Climb by Miley Cyrus, and really be intentional to listening to the lyrics and then think about how are you following your way. And so now, we're gonna package this up and jump into the CTA. What is your call to action, Kindle, for the audience?
1: Yeah, I think the first thing um, or the the main thing I would say to folks is to really find a way to kind of sit down with yourself and get inspired. And and if that means taking a walk, if that means journaling, if that means getting alone or meeting with a mentor, to your point, finding someone who can share information, um, something I've put on my website, which is just followyourfernway.com. So it's the name of the book.com is I actually have a free gift there for people and it's a digital inspiration kit. So it's some key phrases from the book that you can download as a phone lock screen, a desktop background, or a little square kind of social image just to have in your, in your space right in front of you. So when you, every time you look at your phone, you know, I have one that says, follow your Fernway." I have another one that says, don't miss your life. Um, because you don't want to miss out on how good life could be. So um, that's a good place to get started. Um, obviously there's more information there about the book and about me as a writer, but um, but that little free, uh, free gift for people is a good place to start to just kind of put it in front of you and, and don't forget, don't forget what we've talked about today.
0: Amazing. And then Kendall, outside of your website, where do you hang out primarily on social media for those who are social butterflies and want to get to know you more?
1: That's a great question. I would say the best place to get to know me is probably Instagram. So it's followingmyfernway.com. And there's a link on my website or not.com. Sorry, following my Fernway. Um, There's a link on my website. And then I am on Twitter, um, you know, sharing all different kinds of things there as well. So those are probably my two, my two biggest ones.
0: Amazing. And Kendall, I want to thank you so much for just coming here and talking about the book, talking about some practical tips and tools that we can all use to follow our Fern way and just really pursue those dreams and goals to really make them attainable audience all of kindle's contact information will be in the show notes so definitely go check out and support what she's doing grab a copy of the book for for yourself father's day is coming up maybe there's a man in your life that needs to follow his fern way gift him a book knowledge is power and reading is fundamental we are on 40 plus platforms so make sure you like comment follow and subscribe and then for those of you who are interested in video we do have a youtube channel where you can see all things video so it's at gems g-e-m-s with genesis Amaris mars camp and you can see kindle's lovely face the book cover and etc And lastly, but not least, I want to thank each one of you, because as the song says, where would I be without my supporters? You know, I only think about you. So because of you, we are now ranked in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts, and I wouldn't have been able to do it without your support. So thank you for supporting the guests that I bring into the community, as well as myself and the mission behind the show, which is to bring content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational, while we also intersect diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because it does take all of us coming together to make this world a better place. So until the next guest and the next segment, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing one and go follow your friend way. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with g e n e s i s Amaris a-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P at gmail.com where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.